people. For the ladies, your adventures don't matter. For the fellas, your purpose and your sowing your wild oats don't matter. Memories do not matter. I'm going to help you understand this. And maybe after I'm done, you'll have a little bit more clarity. A lot of women want to chase the job, chase the bag, chase adventure. They want to travel the world. They want to try all these different things. They focus on a life of experiences instead of a life of creating something that will last. Creating a family, creating relationships that will actually matter later on. The majority, like a very large majority of women, the later you are in life, the more you're likely to want to have a family. But since you didn't focus on that in your younger years, it's kind of, you know, I ain't gonna say too late, but like, you can't just flip a switch. It doesn't work that way. And generally, it's because you see other women. It's not even like a, like, yes, it's partially ingrained. But the other thing is, you start having the same experiences that women talked about in the past. When you're the older sister and your younger sister gets married before you. When you're the oldest sibling and all your other siblings have children. You start to feel like, I wish I had this too. People always go, "Ah, it's cool to just visit and borrow the kid and get to hang out with my nieces and nephews and then I get to go home. Oh, I got a godchild. Nah, it's not the same. It's not the same for most women. For for the fellas, similar. We want to run around and have sex with all the women. We want to travel all over the world. We want to chase our careers and our purpose in life. But the funny thing is, when you get done doing all of that, just like with women, you get this craving. It's like, man. Because see, the, the thing is, as much as human beings try to act like we're not animals, we are. And for a lot of animals, when you get to a certain level, a certain age, a certain point in your existence, your body biologically wants to create new life. As you start to notice that your life is slowly getting to the ending point your body wants to recreate itself to pass on information and DNA psychologically when you get to a point of stability your mind starts to tell you what else is there to do maybe we should do this you've done everything else you've now created a point where you can be comfortable you have a stable environment around you That's what animals do. When you find a stable or what your biology tells you is a stable environment, you want to recreate life. That's what happens. So now you're 
kind of going in the opposite direction. Because the irony is, the more money you have, the more things you do, the more you achieve, the more successful you are, the more your own body is going to tell you, this isn't enough. It's actually the opposite. You know, that's what that's what people think. Like, oh, well, I, if I do all these things, I'll be happy and satisfied with my life because I've done all these things. The truth is, the less you do, the less likely your body is going to want. But the irony is that the less you achieve, the more depressed, the more sad, the more upset, the more lonely, the more frustrated you are in life. Sex becomes an outlet. It gives you somewhat of the same chemical reaction as drinking or drugs. So, you know, hey, chuck it up to Mother Nature. But the reality is, no matter what you do, in either direction, eventually you're going to get to the point where you're like, I wish I had someone, one person that was mine, one person who was with me all the time, one person who sees me and knows me better than anyone else, who really understands me. One person who I feel completely at ease and comfortable with. One person I can do all these physical things, this intimacy, this affection, all of that. So the point that I was making at the beginning is, I will make again. Memories are not enough. Your memories of how much fun you've had, how great life has been, is not enough to suffice. It's not enough to satiate your desire because in that moment you still wish that you could have these memories. What most people do, that's why you hear a lot of people say, I miss the days when or back in the day because the reality is you cannot relive these memories again you can go to jamaica 17 times it's never going to be the same as it was the first time you went so every time you go do something you're looking for the next excitement the next adrenaline rush you're hoping something new happens that's why people keep going to different places because you realize like I need something new. So your memories are never really good enough even for yourself. A good example of why memories are not good enough. You have plenty of memories with family members and friends who passed away. You wish they were here though. Your memories aren't good enough. There's all these things you wish you could have said, all these things you wish you could have done, all these things you wish they would have gotten to see had they lived long enough to see it. Memories are not good enough. And that's all you have. That's all you have is memories. When you're chasing all these other things, your relationships with people are more relevant, but your relationships with your immediate family, that's 
nobody else is going to be able to see you or interact with you you're never going to feel the way you do with your own than you will with anyone else anyone I think that most people nowadays know this somewhere inside their minds but they deny it and you can ignore it because you haven't experienced it yet you know it's that old saying of like you don't miss what you've never had that's what's happening with most people you don't miss it because you haven't had it you haven't experienced it so you don't care but the truth is there's still going to be something in your spirit that yearns for it that knows so I never understand I don't understand why human beings don't like balance why don't we like balance you can chase the job and a relationship but why does your job have to be more important than your relationship you can be a creative you can be an entrepreneur but why why do you have to put relationships on the back burner why is it that when we have failures in our professional life we deal with them we move on you quit you get fired, you get laid off, you start a job that you're not capable of doing, you're not good at it, we go to college, drop out after a year, after a semester, go back, drop out of college, start a trade. You know, we continuously strive and push we never, we never, like very few people just completely give up when it comes to their professional lives or their creative goals. But yet, when it comes to relationships, you date one person for a year, it doesn't go well, and for the next 17 years, you're single. What? Now I can I can attest that there is situations where you just can't find anybody. You just haven't run into anyone. That's different. I would also say are you making an effort? Cuz we make way more effort for our professional lives. But there are so many people who like are in denial. It's very strange to me because I ask questions a lot and a lot of people their automatic default answer is not, I'm looking for marriage. The only time I ever hear a person say, I'm looking for marriage, is the person who is extremely religious or celibate. It seems like everybody else is like, I can't say that I'm looking for marriage. I have to say that I'm just playing the field, just playing around, just keeping it casual, just not worrying about it. And I'm like, that's not how that works. That's not how that works. But, you know, more power to you. But it happens to everybody. That's why I don't even care all that much about. I'm like, I liked Kevin Samuels because he talks to older women and younger women. 
These other podcasts generally be talking to younger women, women in their 20s, women in their teens, women in their early 30s, women who still think they have time. Because somewhere in your 30s and up, that's when women have either gone completely crazy, realizing my time is almost up, or they've completely given up. And they still wish that they could have. They just don't think it's going to happen anymore, so they've given up. I think that men are actually delusional. Because for a lot of a lot of men, especially like, because Kevin Samuels has created this idea of men don't age out of dating. Mm, that's not true. <laughs> It's not true. Yet another one of those delusions men have. See, the thing that a lot of people didn't put together for whatever reason. Kevin Samuels was not saying that all men get better. The reality is that based off of the stats, most men, their income increases as they age. So the older they get, the more money they make. The more money they make, the more attractive they are to women. Women also like the whole silver fox phase. So when you start having that salt and pepper beard and start dressing a little bit better and start having a little bit more stability, women are more attracted. I mean, let's be honest. Women have a daddy complex. So the more you look like a father, the more women are attracted to you. But there's another part of that that gets ignored. Which is that just like men, when we ask women, women have a automatic red flag when you get to a certain age and say you've never been married. That's suspicious for a lot of women. It's funny because women expect you to have been married, but they expect you to still have no children. Because the majority of women don't want to actually be with a man who has children. But... You know, she goes, how old are you? 37. Oh, okay. You ever been married? No. Red flag. Why have you never been married? Because the options are you was either a player, and now all of a sudden you trying to be mature, or you're, something's wrong with you and women don't want to be with you. I'm like, if a man has no kids and has never been married, once you get to a certain point, it starts to get suspicious. Same way it does for men. I mean, I'm sorry for women when you're asking them. But like, you're still going to want these things too. You know, it's still a delusion that men have. Because the reality is most men, when the older you get, the the less quality you have. Men want to tell ourselves that that's not the case. But the truth is, when you were young and virile and strong and handsome and had all this potential, you had much more attractive women interested in you. When you start to get into your 30s and 40s, Some men will be able to get young, pretty girls. 
But a lot of men are going to end up dating them baby mamas they said they was never going to date. Going to be marrying them baby mamas they said they wasn't going to end up marrying. The delusions are real. And the truth is most men are not going to be that impressive. You know, we're like, oh, well, most people who make six figures start making six figures in their late 30s, 40s. But there are some men who are in their 30s and 40s still making nothing. Which is an even bigger red flag. Like, what? You still ain't making no money and you 40 years old? I don't know. I don't want you. These young girls don't want you. Truth be told, it's a lot easier to impress a woman who wants to have sex with you than it is to impress a woman who wants to marry you. Even though it's easy to get into a relationship, one part of that whole men guard marriage thing we don't want to talk about. Women turn down men for marriage a lot. Because women do this weird thing where they will date you they will date your potential. They will date just not to be lonely, just for benefits. But then they won't marry you. Like, if you ask women, that a, a lot of women have been proposed to. A lot of women say no. Because as much as women try to act like they are these holy figures and it's just so sad and depressing they just can't find a man who wants to marry them a lot of women the same way they ignore men in their dms the same way they say no to men on the street the same way they lie and say they have a boyfriend when they don't they will be in a relationship with a guy that they like they will be in a relationship with a guy who's good to them they will turn him down they will be with a guy that they don't want to marry. They will turn him down. It happens all the time. So this idea, like we ain't equal. Not all men look the same. Not all men age the same. Not all men have the same level of success. So this thing that Kevin Samuels is talking about, that don't apply to everybody. And the truth is, which is why I've never understood this whole men against women rhetoric we have right now. If the women aren't getting married, if the women aren't satisfied, guess what? The men are also not getting married and vice versa. The point really should be for us to figure out how to get along, work together, compromise, be more understanding, be more cooperative, be more open-minded listen twice as much as we speak because if men aren't getting married women aren't getting married if women aren't getting married men aren't getting married and again as i said your memories are not good enough i don't care how many people you've slept with i don't care how many crazy nights you've had i don't care how good it felt i don't care how many pictures and videos you have 
them memories are not going to satiate you. You don't believe me? Take a test. I'm gonna make a real easy test. I want you to take one day where all you do is just focus on your memories. Just go through your head, relive all these memories in your mind. Look at your pictures, look at your videos, creep people on social media, just do in these memories. I will bet you money that what's going to end up happening is you're going to start getting the desire to hit some of those people up, to call and text some of those people, to check up on them. Hey, how you been? How you doing? Some people might even get the desire to see, "Mm, I wonder if I hit them up, can I Can I get in the way of their relationship? If I hit them up, will they tell me their relationship's rocky and I can sort of squeeze my way on back in? Cool, so that's one day. Pick a day when you don't got to work. Pick a day when you don't have a lot of responsibilities and just spend the whole day doing that and nothing else. And I want you to notice how you feel during that day and notice how you feel the next day. And what you're going to notice probably is that it's going to be really hard for you to just relinquish these thoughts and these feelings and these memories. Now, I want you to either go over someone's house or invite someone to your house that you have an attraction for, an interest in. And I want you to just simply lay in the bed or sit on the couch with them intimately. Lay in their lap, let them lay on your lap, touch each other's skin, get close, watch a movie, have a conversation. And notice how you completely forget about all your memories, how they all just go away. How, for some reason, when you are with someone you like, it is as if no one else exists. It is as if time does not move. It is as if you forget everything that had to do with anyone else before them. Memories are not good enough. Your memories are not stronger than your ability to experience these things in real life, in real time.